Hi, and welcome to our podcast. This is called Over It. I'm Grace. And I'm Jessica. And we're just going to bitch for the next hour about current events, things in the media, pop culture, things that are just pissing us off in general. Yeah, just anything that pisses us off will do. Because it's 2019 and we have a lot to be angry about. Yeah. You know? And we've had a lot to be angry about over several fucking years. Yes. All we do is rant to each other. So we thought, why not put it on the internet so that other people can listen to us rant? And bitch. Because we know no one's ever heard enough of that. I know. Because we're always <laughs> together. Um, we're best friends. We've known each other forever. Yeah, literally forever. So um, since we were one, but we've been close, inseparable, I guess, since the third grade. We're 21 and we've known each other since well we met when we were one um but we've been good friends since third grade so i have no idea how old we were in third grade i don't even know how old third graders are i think they're like i know we graduated like fifth grade they're like eight yeah they're like eight so like seven eight yeah yeah i can see that we're we're gonna go with that we're gonna go with that yeah um so yeah we're just gonna talk about things and i am going to let jessica go first because she came much more prepared than me. Mine's more, I'm more of the opinionated one. I want to talk about um, how I'm feeling about certain things. Jessica's going to dive in deep right. to this one. So. I don't know how deep this is, and it's kind of boring after I've read over it, but we're going to go with it, and we're okay. going to take it, and we're just going to fucking run with it. So we all know your girl loves Amazon. Yes. And I literally just got an Amazon credit card like a week ago because that's where I do 90% of my shopping because I'm a lazy bitch and I don't want to fucking go. If I get home from work, I'm not getting out of my house to go pick up anything if I can order it from Amazon. We get like two Amazon packages a week. So yes. It's like, just, it's really okay. bad. Cool. Okay. Glad we're on the same page with that. <laughs> however, however some fucking votes to pick with Amazon and I'll let you know why. I got a hit list on Amazon. <laughs> Jeff Bezos number one. Jesus. Is that how you say his last name? Let's I have no idea. Alright, so that's where we're gonna fucking Bezos? go with because... Maybe it's Bezos. We're not even gonna pronounce it right because if He you doesn't deserve it. Yeah, if you can't pay these people the right way, fuck you. And anyway. not only that, but he cheated on his wife. You know. That's a whole other thing. Also, I'll get into that. Okay. okay. Anyway. Okay. So... I don't know what I was watching, but there was this like TV show and they were t- talking about how like Amazon's run by like one of the richest people in the world, who I think is the richest right now. And I'm pretty sure. And yeah. like, I think he just passed, you know, all the other fucking rich people. Yeah. Anyway, and he was like, and they were talking about how bad the workers are treated there. And I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting because like all of my money just goes to Amazon. So I figure might as well talk about it. So I brought a few details. The first article that I was looking at was like a Business Insider article by Shanna Gosh. I'm not going to pronounce any of those names right, but I figure I'll give credit where credit is due if I look up an article, whatever. One of the biggest things they talk about is like everyone's afraid to use the bathroom on shifts because they have to make a quota. And so they have people like they've caught several people and fired several people for peeing in trash cans. Um, for leaving bottles of pee on the shelves because they're afraid, like, because the lines in the bathroom there are so long that they're afraid that by the time they use the bathroom, finish up, whatever, that they won't meet their quota and then they'll get, like, punished for it. Do you want to know what that fucking quota is? What's the quota? We both worked in, like, a kind of, like, for a brief period of time back where we had to, like, scan items and ship it out. Yeah. It's, like, ship from store. We both did that a little bit. But not to, and, like, this extent. Yeah, and it was, like, 50 items an hour, but one person was, like, a fucking godsend. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. So some people reported, like, workers in Stanton Island said that they picked, so that they were to pick an item in seven seconds, so that averages 400 items per hour. What I, the fuck? <laughs> right? I can't fucking imagine... Picking 400 items per hour. You know how bad that carpal tunnel would get after a while? <laughs> holding the fucking Not only machine. that, but like... I don't even think that's possible. There's no way. I could see like 100 items an hour. I mean, you are in a big warehouse and... You know, I'm sure people have their like areas that they're in where they have to pick. But holy shit. Yeah. You know. No, absolutely not. Like you're working them to the bone. Awful. Anyway... Then there have been other things saying, like, their breaks were reduced through security because they have, like, a very thorough security check, and they had breaks during that time. 
I'm paying attention to you. What are you doing, Grace? I'm just checking my email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, and that a lot of times, like, they, if they went to the bathroom, if they got a drink, if they were talking with friends too loud, like, they would, um, they've had, like, been punished for it. Like, it's paid as timed off. It's, like, billed as time off. So if you're taking too many drink breaks, you have to fucking, like, they, you know, because that five cents is breaking the bank over here at Amazon yeah, right now. because they're not rich enough, you know. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So anyway, so that's just, like, a general term. And there's also, like, a big concern for the workers' safety, which is what I'm going to get into now. Okay. So I have a few personal stories that I brought up. I told you about the quota. There have been, um, this was an interesting story also that I got from a Newsweek article. It was, it happened last year where one of, they have robots working at Amazon mm-hmm. and they had one fucking robot. I'm, I'm not even kidding. He literally ran over bear repellent and got it in like 25 workers, at least 25 workers in New Jersey, in the New Jersey facility. Like, got in their eyes, their nose, their mouth, literally everywhere. 25 workers had to be sent to like the hospital. Oh my god. Yeah. I would be suing so fast. Exactly. Yeah. So now I would hear, own Amazon. <laughs> you want to hear the solution? <laughs> Honestly, no, I'm a little scared. The solution now is the workers wear vests. <laughs> The workers, wait. The no. Workers, the workers wear a vest that alert the robots when their humans are near. Oh my god. <laughs> iRobot is like happening. Literally. Like, also, this is like a band aid on this giant problem. Yeah. Like, how about we not have bear repellent laying on the fucking floor? Like, or how about we just keep the robots in one area and us in the other? So that there's not a fucking separate problem. races between separate, electronic but not robots. Equal. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I mentioned that. Yada 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 yada. Okay, now I'm gonna go on the specific cases. So I have like three. Okay. And it kind of just kind of gets worse as it goes on. I also just wanted to throw this fun fact in there that last year Amazon was listed on the National Council Occupational Safety and Health Dirty Dozen list as one of the most dangerous places to work. Great. Because of that many like injuries, deaths, like people have died in the job. Like it's 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 a sweatshop. Like that's what it is. It's fucking nuts. And I'd also like to remind you before we get into that that the average wage for like these warehouse workers, because those are the most time the people that are getting injured, the warehouse workers. Yeah. Their average wage is thirteen fifty. That's not even worth it. Like, if they're working the way that it's come out for them to be working. Like it's the way that's been talked about, like how many hours they're working and yeah. how they're working themselves to death. 1350 is not a fucking no. enough to take off your lifespan. It's not sustainable. It's, it's anything not. under $15 an hour is not sustainable. It's, it's a mess. And the range is from 10 to $20 an hour. So you can, you can possibly move up, you know, if you sell your fucking soul. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so the first, person I read about was an article by The Guardian by Michael Sinato. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name right. Her name's Michelle Quinones. Okay. We're going to go with that. She's 27 years old. She worked at the Fort Worth, Texas as an order picker. So she just scanned the items in 2017. A few months into the job, she started having really bad carpal tunnel. Like her right wrist hurt really bad. Yeah. And it was said that she visited like they have an on working like kind of medic uh-huh. like, medical area and she visited at least 10 times in that year and each time they would be like go back to fucking work stop your bitching like you're fine stretch it out like you <laughs> take know a walk. yeah just take a walk for that wrist right there <laughs> you're totally okay having a wrist is a pre-existing condition <laughs> <laughs> yeah get over it so in November 2017, she ended up needing surgery that her doctor demanded was like, hey, your tendons are beyond fucked up. Like, yeah. You got to do something. Yeah. So they were like, okay, whatever. Um, so Amazon during this time in December 2017, so a month later after she needed the surgery, said that she had to return to work against her doctor's orders. Like her doctor was like, she could like literally lose the ability to move that hand. Yeah. And they're like, month later, sorry, come back to work. And the recovery for carpal tunnel was like six to eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not even giving her enough time. No. It gets better because <laughs> in April 2017, okay, so a few months later, they had undercover private, guest, private investigator 
that went back to study her activity of work. So this guy was like watching her to see, oh, does she really have a problem? Which, first of all, who the fuck's lying about carpal tunnel? Yeah. Like, really? No. Anyway, but so that happened because they didn't believe her. There was this whole big court process, whatever. Finally, a year later after she had asked, so around December 2017, she asked, hey, can I be moved to like a different place where I'm not like constantly having this machine on my hand and scanning with my bad fucking wrist. And they were like, absolutely not. And then December 2018, so exactly a year later, they finally moved her to a new position. Oh my God. A year later. It gets even better. Because she had to go through all of these trials and Amazon did not provide compensation for her surgery that she needed on her right wrist for the damaged tendons until February 2019. Great. So that's two years after. Great. Yeah. We love that. So Jeff Bezos could have literally paid for that surgery. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. And he wouldn't have even, he would have even noticed it if he yeah. came out of his bank. He'd be like, oh, where that my, oh. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. He won't even. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like, like, fuck. He wouldn't have even noticed. You know what I mean? That's yeah. so fucked up. Okay, so that's an example. Another one that I found from the same article was this guy named Ronald Ashley. So he was a human resource executive in Seattle, Washington, so he didn't work in the warehouse. But they just, like, emphasized, like, you don't even have to work in the warehouse to not be fucking treated fairly. So in February 2016, he fell and fractured his spine. So obviously, that's, like, that's no joking matter. Yeah. Whatever. On a business trip, nonetheless, for Amazon. Great. So he requested for short-term disability Mm -hmm. and to work from home. Um, And then after three months of him getting that, they were like, no, sorry, come back to work or you don't have a job. We're not paying for this shit anymore. Good luck. Yeah. So in (sighs) October 2016, a few months later, Ronald Ashley left Amazon because he was so tired of like wasting so much money on appeals and the court process Yeah. because he had to pay for his medicine. You know, he had to pay for all of the shit and, and the surgery was, and everything. Yeah, yeah. And at that point he was like, it's probably just easier if I just, just drop it and just pay for it out of pocket, which is bullshit Amazon anyway. <laughs> So it gets even interesting, more interesting, because November 2016th, so about a month later, Ashley wrote to Jeff Bezos, whatever, the CEO of Amazon, and was like, hey, your team fucking did this, you guys suck, you pieces of garbage. And Bezos actually called him back personally and was like, yo, we're going to fix this, this is my bad, like, because obviously he's trying to do control, he doesn't want his name out there. it's damage control. Exactly, it's damage control, that's all it is. Unfortunately, though, later that month, that exact same month that he called him, he passed away at 53 years old due to a heart attack. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was never resolved, and now his family gets stuck with the bills. Great. Love that. Um, so this final story Great. infuriates me to no end and is beyond garbage. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> it's a great time. And that man, <laughs> sorry, I had to burp. Anyway, <laughs> that man is named Thomas Becker. He was a worker, and he started working earlier in 2017. What I got, he was working in the Illinois facility. And in January 23rd, 2017, he fell to the floor during his job and was clenching his chest, like showing signs of a heart attack. Yeah. And... He was, like, telling his coworkers, this is really sad, but he was, like, they were, like, what's the last words he said, whatever, and he was, like, yelling at them. He's, like, do not let me die. Like, I don't want to go. I know. This poor man. It's awful. Did he die? Um, anyway. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So, apparently his coworkers that were with him, you had to call Amazon security. The man's having a fucking heart attack. We don't have time for phone calls right now. So, he calls... Okay. Call him on one. <laughs> so he calls, and they say that they are on the line. They have the phone call record that he's on the line with Amazon security. One of his coworkers is watching Becker literally struggle, almost dying on the floor. It took 25 minutes for that phone call because they needed to know his name, where he worked, like what department, like where was he in. They needed to know all of his information. They needed to know his wife's name. They needed to know his age. Like they just kept going down. And I'm sorry, but if someone's having a heart attack, like get that shit later. Just call the fucking ambulance and get that later. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like get it while you're waiting on the ambulance or when the ambulance is there. Like don't just be like, oh, sorry, we can't do anything until we got the full (laughs) details, man. Yeah, because that's exactly what the ambulance wants. 
Like, no, no. The ambulance would come and get you. They don't give a fuck. No. And what makes it even worse is that they waited 25 minutes to notify the fire department. Apparently, it was almost close to 30 because they were on the phone that long. Yeah. Even though the closest fire department was less than a half a mile away from the facility. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So it would literally keep... taken them five minutes to get there. Yeah. Then, when they, even, even better, when the paramedics and the fire department get there... Um, they're forced to go through the security, so they have to go through the check. They have to get their bags checked, like everything. Are you fucking I kidding me? I am absolutely not kidding. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding? Oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> so that delayed the time for up to 10 minutes because they had to walk all across the facility as well. They wouldn't let them go in through a back door. They had to go through the front security and then walk through. Yeah. So once they reach Becker, it's delayed by another 10 minutes. So now it's been about like 40 minutes since this guy has fallen to the floor of a heart attack. Oh my God. He's finally, once the paramedics get to him, they rush him out and he's pronounced dead an hour later. Yeah, no fucking shit. (laughs) Like, okay, that's not funny because it's really fucked up. But I'm sorry, but like if anyone's having a heart attack anywhere, you don't wait it out for 40 minutes. No. The it's thing, your heart. That's the, the one thing keeping you alive within your brain. Like, about what? a heart attack is it is cutting off blood supply mm-hmm. to your heart. It's yeah. killing the tissue. Every minute you wait, that heart is dying. Yeah. You, I mean, you cannot, within an hour, if you're having a heart attack, they take you into the hospital and do an angioplasty yeah. within an hour. So the fact that he even had to wait an hour to get an ambulance is just bullshit. He never had a chance. Yeah. At and all. especially when the fire department, like, they're less than a half a mile away. It's yeah. like you could literally fucking run down the street. He would like, have lived. Yeah. Exactly. He would have lived. Like, most likely. Like, that literally is less than a few minutes away. Yes. They could have gotten there and gotten him out of there in, like, ten minutes. But they decided to wait and dick around and be like, oh, well, we need to make sure his name. And it's like, oh, well, did you not think about, like, a dead man dying, like, or just like, fucking what dead that, on your floor? Like, what's that, what that's going to do to the company? Yeah. Like, Why it, are we... Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, so currently, since then, Linda Becker, his wife, is filing a lawsuit against Amazon for wrongful death. Because this happened earlier this year, in 2019. Uh, fuck yeah. I hope she wins. Yeah. I hope she gets every penny I she I hope deserves. she gets millions of dollars. I yeah. hope she owns part of Amazon. And I feel like... And I feel like, honestly, like, yeah, I want the corporation that killed my husband. <laughs> I'd like half of that, thanks. But, um... Hey, you never know. She could make working conditions better. True. But... My thing is, I feel like a lot of larger companies, I feel like they're much more willing to throw money at people trying to like yeah. have losses against them because it's damage control and they don't want their company being dug through the dirt. Yeah, they're name. more likely to settle than they are to go to court for it. Exactly. 100%. So Especially something like, as rich as Amazon. Yeah. Like a million dollars, he wouldn't even blink an eye. Like, mm-hmm. there's like, oh, what? Oh, damn. We'll just put that into the rest of the expenses for damage control since we're fucking assholes. Yeah. And I really enjoy um, the afternotes that I put on this. Um, so one of them since then, Amazon hasn't done dick. But since then, Amazon, 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 Amazon. That's our new company name. Find me, Jeff Bezos, you asshole. <laughs> anyway. We're going to create a better Amazon. And it's going to be called, called Amazon. <laughs> we change the O to an E and we're done. Because Amazon. Amazing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. It would be the worst CEOs. It would be an abolishment. Like, yeah. It would be like, where's this? Be like, I, I don't know. Figure it out. I know. Um, How do we even get started? I don't know. I'm yeah. not an entrepreneur. <laughs> um, since then, Amazon has abolished penalties for taking time off, which they used to have because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't time employee bathroom breaks anymore. So they say, but some employees are wow. allegedly saying like, no, they fucking do. Other people are like, no, we absolutely don't. Whatever. And I love how like my last comment is Jeff Bezos is not charitable. Because <laughs> after I looked up this like shit... And was investigating, like, this man individual. He has not donated to a single charity. Yeah, I've heard of that. And I'm just He like, could literally... I'm pretty sure that I read somewhere that he could end world hunger or something like that and still have, like, billions of dollars And he's like, over. nah, figure it out. I've got two-day shipping, Prime, that's all I need. Like, how greedy of a person can you be to not 
try to at least like fix the world with all the money that you have. Like what more could you possibly need? If you're worth billions of dollars, you probably have a house on every continent in every country on every seaside. Yeah. You probably have a yacht that's like 300 feet long. It's probably like as long as the fucking Titanic. You know what I mean? Like it's just bullshit. <laughs> We're just, he created the Titanic. That's why that shit sunk. Just kidding. Um, but before he was even born, <laughs> he was evil from the start. But apparently like, supposedly i don't know if this don't quote me on this i don't know if this is accurate but i like when i was reading i think i remember seeing like he's the only multi-billionaire that hasn't donated to a charity like i mean yeah bill gates is a billionaire but like him and his wife are currently paying off the debt of a small nation right now yeah so what the fuck do you have to say so what are you doing jeff bezos yeah nothing being a piece of shit (laughs) anyway and then i also put (laughs) <laughs> and he's involved in marital affairs, etc. Which yeah. we already went over that. Oh, and did you ever read like his text messages to that girl? Oh, they were weird. It was like, it's like when a middle schooler gets a cell phone and their first like <laughs> girlfriend or boyfriend, and they're like, "Miss you already." Hugs and kisses is like the fucking weird like weird eye emoji yeah. that you have to like literally type in like parentheses zero <laughs> like, like you know what I mean he's like a 14 year old yeah it was just it was rough like it wasn't like he was trying to be sexual but it was just like very like awkwardly sexual yeah and it, it was wasn't, even awkward over text it was, was like yeah you could feel the awkwardness just by it reading it was not it. a good time no so do you want to talk about one of your topics next and we'll just go back and forth or do you sure want? okay um I'm ready so what I wanted to talk about, and I read this through NPR and Rolling Stone, um, is the whole Netflix um, banning, they're going to cut down on the amount of smoking scenes in their okay, shows I and have movies. Heard about this. I have heard about this. Yeah, so you know the Truth Initiative, they do all those like commercials on TV. People didn't know the detrimental health effects, like... Mm-hmm. They didn't know. There wasn't enough studying about it. People have been smoking cigarettes since they were invented. And especially there was heavy smoking between the 40s and 80s. Like, that's just yeah. a thing. And so, you know, I just think it's stupid to... <laughs> just going to come right out and say it. It's fucking dumb. To cut down on smoking, especially... If it's authentic to the storyline. Right. Like, if it's, like, okay, like, I have seen, like, sometimes, like, with some indie films or certain things, where they'll, like, romanticize it almost. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, all right, like, relax. Oh, cigarettes. Fucking and... Walt Whitman making your poems. Yeah, like, you cigarette. know. Get the fuck out of here. But, however, like, if it's for history purposes, like, it, like literally, you're right. That's supposed that fuck me can't say anyway that was supposed to be based on the 80s so it's kind of like yeah by not showing that it's like not accurate because during that time like everyone smoked like everybody and everyone started really young you remember when they used to like for kids they'd make them smoke like a whole pack to get them to stop smoking it's like what is wrong with you yeah 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 and it was just so normalized and especially in the 80s and if it's if it's the eighties and no if it's if it's a movie about the eighties and no one's smoking a single cigarette, yeah. That's just so inaccurate. You know what I mean? If you go back and watch movies from the seventies, eighties, nineties, like The Godfather, Scarface, all of those movies, it's just cigarettes galore because that was popular in that time. Yeah. Right. And so like you can't like unwrite history. Like, sorry. We now know it's awful. We'll learn from our mistakes. That's the whole point. However, like, I just think, I just think it's being fucking troubled and triggered by the wrong shit. Yeah, there are bigger things to worry about. And, you know, second of all, if we are the generation that has the lowest percentage of smoking, we're not going to be easily influenced by Jim Hopper on Stranger Things lighting up a cigarette. Like, I've never, like, watched a movie and saw someone light up a cigarette and be like, wow, mm, I could really go for that Yeah, right I want to start smoking. No, like, no, no one does that. No, like, I don't know about people that, like, have smoked a lot. Yeah. In their, like, you know, like, we're, like, hardcore dick yeah. like, pack a day. Like, I don't know how that works for them. But for me personally, and, like, a lot of other people, I would assume, like, it doesn't fucking matter like it just doesn't matter no. also truth 
Can we just, okay, hold on. Called out time and time again for releasing or like making bold statements that are not accurate or yeah. very misconstrued. Like they're not at all what the original studies have found. So that's my bone to fucking pick with like, <laughs> because I just don't like, they get on my nerves because they play every five fucking seconds yeah. on every channel. And I'm just like, okay, we get it. Honestly, you're just making me more annoyed. Like I just want to light up a cigarette in front of your fucking company out of spite. <laughs> yes. Like, I like, but my thing is too, it's like, don't make these bold statements and keep like trying to shove that down people's starts because some people actually believe it. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't me defending smoking. This is just me saying like, if you're going to come out with an argument to not do it, like there are plenty of facts and articles and research studies that have shown like this fucking causes cancer. Yeah. And not like, only that, but why don't you focus on something else? Like the fact that it takes years for cigarette butts to, um, degrade. Yeah, like, we're a very... I feel like we're a lot more of, like, an environmentally friendly generation. Like, I've kind of noticed that. Yeah. Like, we still have, like, a ways to go. We have a long way to go. But but I've noticed, like, people are more concerned with, like, what they're putting out in the environment with our generation. So, it's like, why wouldn't you focus on something like that? Because me watching Stranger Things and watching people smoke cigarettes, that doesn't concern me. That doesn't bother me. That doesn't even really have anything to do with me yeah i just take it as okay this is a scene in a show this is a scene in a movie yeah he's his character smokes yeah big fucking deal get the fuck over yeah like so but if you were to make a advertisement about you know how long it takes cigarette butts to break down and you know in the environment then i think that's going to resonate with people of this generation more than that is it's just like plain simple like say shit like that actually has been shown in several articles and research studies and like actual like things that aren't just you trying to scare fucking little kids. Also, this is this is the same reason why like fucking dare has been shown time and time again to be not effective. Yeah. Like you yelling in someone's face, don't do drugs is not effective. It's I'm no, sorry. it's not. And not only that, but the the commercials, some of the commercials they have now I think they're a cancer society, but I could be wrong. Or no, it's the how to quit smoking commercials. Mm. Watching those people struggle to breathe, have trachs in the hospital, pieces of their face missing because of oral cancer, that scares me to yeah. not smoke. More than some truth initiative commercial that's upbeat and peppy. That's and it's got like, like the two Muppets and the guy's just like throwing up socks. Like fuck yeah, off. Yeah, or like I the cannot. little monks commercial. That shit's so dumb. I cannot. Like, I can't yeah, skateboard yeah. my little You know how to relate to teenagers? Get an animated little love. <laughs> what is this, the 90s? With a scarf and a hat to go fucking skiing down a this mountain. This isn't the 90s. This is 2019, almost 2020. And... You just have to be more creative. And you don't even have to be that creative. Just be more straightforward. Smoking's mm-hmm. fucking bad for you. We get it. Yeah. We're very well aware. Yeah. And I just think it's petty to pick apart a and TV show and is, a company. That and like my thing is with a lot of people, like if they want to do drugs, they're going to do drugs. Yeah. If they want to smoke or drink or whatever, they're going to do it. Yeah. So it's best to just try to limit like them harming others. Like, you know, like how they stop allowing you to smoke inside. Okay. That makes sense because secondhand smoke, you're harming others. If yeah. you want to sit there and kill your lungs and whatever, if you want to go sit fine. in your car and smoke a cigarette, whatever. That's not my business. You exactly. Know? And it's the same with like the thing, like don't do drugs or whatever. It's like, okay, but that's been shown to not be effective. So how about we think about providing clean needles? How about we think about, yeah. we'll provide free drug tests. So it's not, we know it's not late. Or decriminalizing marijuana and shit like that because like the same thing with cigarette butts. Like, let's try to think of a way to make it more environment, environmentally friendly instead of being like, don't smoke because that's not going to be effective. And plus the older generation smokes a lot more Yeah, and they're still around. They're still littering with cigarette butts. So it's hard to, especially for people like that. Like they grew up in the eighties, they grew up in the seventies, like they're used to that. So So it's so hard for them to quit and they should truth initiative should put more like a foot forward more of finding out ways to help the environment when it comes to smoking fucking stupid yeah they're just being petty that's the thing like they're just it's like one of those things like the fucking neighborhood watch mom that lives like 
that just stays at home with her two kids and makes fucking little energy balls with chocolate chips. Like, that's that woman. That she's just, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, they're pressed about something that, like, All the time. And you're not even looking at the bigger picture. No. It's like, you're fighting this uphill battle for tiny-ass mo- milestones. And not only that, but they made this whole catalog of, you know, how many cigarettes are seen in Netflix films and shows... But they didn't even do a study on how that influences kids and yeah. teenagers. They didn't even have anything to back it up with. Relational study with that. Because yeah. it's just like you cannot like you cannot prove that one came before the other. Mm-mm. Like you can't do that. Like no. there's no fucking way. Like, sorry, because you have two people that already have like set conditions. They smoke and they watch Netflix. Okay, join the rest of fucking America. Like we all learned in I don't know. Uh, eighth grade algebra correlation does not equal causation yeah so just and you have no like you have no temporal precedent so you don't even know like there could be a third variable there could be something else going on like they're literally just like blowing shit out of their fucking ass and I can't handle it and I'm over it's it it's just so dumb if I have to see another truth commercial we gotta have fights truth initiative fuck if you're you. listening to this which you're not fuck you fuck you anyway okay what's your next one my next one <laughs> Is this lovely lady named Belle Delphine. And, okay. okay, I brought this up earlier. You haven't heard of her, correct? No. Okay. I have not. Great. All right. She classifies herself as a gamer girl. Great. Yeah. So we love her already. Um, Which, before we go any further, there is nothing wrong with a gamer girl. There's nothing wrong There's with nothing being wrong a girl with girls games. playing video games. The but moment when you're down to your bra and you have your PlayStation and you've got some cat ears on, that's a gamer girl. And you're like, <laughs> I'm, just kidding. Ah, I'm kidding. I'm playing Fortnite and I'm so cute. That's when it's a problem. Anyway, continue. That's when it's like, mm, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so we all... We all appreciate a young girl making a name for herself. Yeah. Like, go fucking 100%. you. Like, if you want to sell your body and that's fine and that works out for you then you fucking make that money which there's a whole other conversation about why sex work should be legal but anyway, anyway consensual sex work yes let's remind let's that. let's revise let's, that. let's clarify that <laughs> sex trafficking absolutely fucking absolutely not, not. consensual sex work, sex work fine. yes okay, okay. anyway <laughs> you want to do that fucking go for it no problem with that however this bitch is a bit of a liar just kidding <laughs> <laughs> but so, there have been a few things. Like, I heard about her a few months ago because, like, she popped up randomly in some, like, recommended videos and stuff like that. Mainly, she's just, like, a social influencer and she's been on Instagram. And, like, I have her Instagram page pulled up because I just want to preface, preface this by showing you just, like, the kind of stuff that she does so you kind of get a, a feel for it. I'm scared. Um, yeah, you should be. Wait, how old is she? So she is now 19. Okay, I thought she was 17. Okay, okay. And I was like, how is she sending nudes at 17? Like, how has That's this not been... Child pornography. Exactly. You know. Like, I was like, whoa. But anyway, so she's, she has 4.3 million followers God. on Instagram. She's following 511. Her name on Instagram is Belle, period, Delphine, whatever. Figure it out. Anyway, um... So here's oh, some I ex- hate it already. So here's some examples. Great. So basically just, yeah. Great. Tits out, cat ears, always on, pink wig, love that. All right. Okay. Which, also prefacing this, nothing wrong with that. Exactly. But we're going to get into why it's wrong when she does it. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'll bring up the first thing, which is her Patreon Yep. Yeah, okay, Patreon. Cool. Awesome. Great. I've heard that a thousand fucking times and I'm still Everyone like, has Patreon now. Uh, what's <laughs> that? How you say that? Anyway. So on her Patreon, she's 400 and... Never mind. 4,291 um, subscribers and contributors. So basically like they can subscribe. The, she has lowest things from like a dollar to five dollars a month. Whatever. Like her description for... Her services, though, fucking kills me. So, I'll give you a prime example. So, $50 a month for personal Snapchat, bath and shower time selfies, 
God. panty shots and not safe for work pictures. So for $50, you can get some fucking nudes. It's also called porn and it's free. If you just look that up, yeah. that'll be totally cool. Anyway. Pornhub oh, doesn't oh, even wait. have a limit on how many videos I've you can watch in a day anymore. So You're like, believe me, I've tried to break that. <laughs> but for, for example, like, for example, fuck me. No, okay. Another one that I just forgot was random naughty photos, like, or videos. So, wow. it also is just like the way that she talks, like, random, silly selfies, like, that kind of shit. Yeah. Just like... You're an adult now at this point. You're we, capitalizing off of men that are dumb enough. Being fucking creeps. Like that's that are sh- creepy and dumb enough to pay $50 yeah. a month for some nudes. So $100 a month, you get included cute and sometimes weird selfies. Because that's what I want to look up. That's what I, I want to spend $100 a month on. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I can't think of a better investment. Yeah. Like, genuinely, that seems like the best. Okay. And then her $1,000 a month... $1,000 a month, okay? This is an option. This is rent for people. Like, why is that an option? Like, who, like I just want to see. Like, I wish they would break down. Like, okay, $1,000 a month. How many people are doing yeah. that? Because I'm just fucking curious. Like, people that just have too much money to waste on shit like this. Like, I just don't understand. But for $1,000 a month, get this. You can have, for 1000 a month, Polaroid signed with a kiss. Once a month. A private Snapchat. Like, so you basically get... But on her things, though, it always says, like, when you, when you like, donate or whatever, contribute, leave me your Snapchat name. So it's, like, genuinely... Maybe it's a separate Snapchat. But it's also, like, genuinely up to scene photo shoots. Woo. Wow. The most expensive one that I saw was $2,500 a month. Great. That's thrilling. Yeah. Okay. Then, let's get into the more recent thing. She's been selling her bath water, and most of the information I got from that was, like, by Newsweek, by Stephen Azark, whatever. And, like, the title was, like, Bath Water, D- No DNA, and Herpes Debunked. Like, cause apparently there was claims that, like, her bath water was causing an outbreak of herpes. Oh, my God. It was claimed that, like... There was no DNA in her bathwater. She just basically just filled up the tub and, like, dumping it in, throwing it in for sale. However, these are all claims, and there's been, like, mixed, like... It's basically going into your sink and filling up a bottle and sending it to Literally, and be like, here you go. Like, I wash my face with that. Um, Spitting it just for you. <laughs> a little extra. But, um... You can get that for 1500 a month. Hucked a little loogie Spit in, in a there. Bottle. Anyway. Um, so... She's been doing that, which honestly, like, if you can sell, like, shit just from taking a bath in your bathtub, like, I'm here for it. Yeah. However, However. <laughs> the allegations and everything is, like, it's all thrown up in the air. They've had some people have tested it, and they're like, there's no DNA in it. There have had other people have tested it. They're like, no, it's a lie. Remember? What? On I'm ready. Orange is the New Black. Yes. That one season when they were. Where they were selling panties. Where they were selling panties. Yes. That's what that reminds me of. It's, that's what I thought of too. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so once she sold this bathwater, believe it or not, it like sold out like within a few days. Jesus Christ. I am well aware how ridiculous <laughs> that is. Um, what? Anyway. People are so dumb. Like, no. So apparently it sold out in a few days and eBay sellers were trying to sell her bathwater for $15,000. Oh my God. <laughs> There's no way. Imagine taking a bath and they're like, yeah, you know how much you make in a year? I'm going to sell this bath water for you for that much. Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) Oh my God. Welcome. And she also started a thing for $10,000 a month for a measly price. You can say she'll sell a tub of her bath water. So she basically just takes like a giant fucking plastic tub, I'm assuming. And it's just like, here you go. What does somebody do with that is the question. Have a fucking bath. I don't know. Do they bathe in it as well? Is it a keepsake? See, I don't know. Do like, they get know. off to it? I don't know if it's like a trophy, but like I just know personally, like I've never looked at like a pool of water and been like, wow, this is all I need. I bet like, a really hot girl took a bath in this. Yeah. Water. Like I, this puddle is what's doing it for me right yeah. now. Never, never Fuck. in a million fucking years have I 
ever been like look at a puddle and been like that's a sexy puddle yeah so i don't know whether it's just like a trophy um i know other people have like tried to sell it so there's that i don't know whether like people like they, there have been like people have like admitted to like bathing with it like they'll put that in their regular water so it's like you that's just so have gross. old stale water that supposedly she bathed in that you threw on top of there and and for ten thousand dollars a month she'll not only sell you a tub of water because that's what it is up tub of water um she'll also send you a video of her bathing in it wow you can do that for free like i'm just curious it's like for every person that does this like if there even is a single soul that does this like whether it's like the same video for everyone like she just sends it and it's just like me bathing in this water like is it even worth it no nothing is worth ten dollars is that a question absolutely not that's not worth it at all so yeah since then like everyone's been like is she a troll like is she just like faking all this shit is she actually bathing in it could it be causing herpes outbreak we don't know it's a mess um and then another thing with her patreon so like if you pay a ridiculous amount minimum 50 for this service you'll get like not safe for work pictures is what she like labels them as um so nudes that you're like significant other could just send you yeah for free or that like or literally anything you could literally go on tinder and get nudes for free not that that we're promoting it however it's just like be careful where you send out your nudes to who and you know yeah always keep those nudes unlocked yeah keep them on lockdown um you never know when someone's feeling malicious uh but take them to court if they do you did not consent exactly to distribution and that's the tea (laughs) (laughs) you're like do that but also know your legal stance and how you can fucking fuck the other how you can profit off of this yeah just like if they want to come for you you're ready exactly um but also with her news, there's been, like, a few people that have spoken out about it that have been like, hey, like, those are my fucking nudes. Like, you're basically making a profit off of not even a picture that you took. Like, so it's just kind of like, it's kind of like a, like a normal everyday photographer. Like, they take a picture yeah. and it's like, that's their work. That's their fucking hobby or their career or whatever they take a picture and then you have someone else steal that picture and sell it claiming it as their own which is like not right in any Mm -hmm. way shape or form not even for nudes because then you're also distributing someone else's photos without their permission yeah so she's in a bind right now great we should say that the least so she she's she's trying to make the most out of doing absolutely nothing exactly um, and then she's not even doing, being honest about it. Like, she's just kind of fucking taking other people's shit or claiming things are her own. And we don't know that. Again, everything is just all up in allegations, claims, whatever. Regardless, you don't take someone else's nudes. Yeah. And you also don't sell a fucking tub of water. Yeah, like, that no. That was when I heard about the thing with, like, when they, like... It was diamond water, and they had the water they claimed, like, were, like, brushed over the diamonds. They came down, and they sold it for, I'm sure, a ridiculous amount, whatever. (laughs) Like, that's the same premise. Like, stop selling fucking water, okay? seriously (laughs) just rich people that have nothing better. So, overall, the whole thing is just a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Like, don't sell fucking like i okay i've just realized this recent trend where people like will be like this is rose water this is fucking diamond water now this is belle delphine's dirty fucking (laughs) water that you're buying for 30 for literally she sells it for 30 dollars. and look around you water is free i mean you you know you pay every month for your water (laughs) but water's free essentially essentially we can make this work yes but so overall, again, my main stance, I have nothing against sex workers. Again, yeah. if you want to fucking go out there Just and... Just be practical, okay? Be honest about it. Yeah. Like, if you want to, like, sell your body as a profit and as, like, um, item or, like, something, whatever. Be real about it. Own it. 
own it be proud of it fuck you're making some money off of it like a lot of people are successful that way but if that's what you want to go down that's fine but don't use pictures that aren't yours and don't sell dirty fucking water and don't do it for a ridiculous amount of money thirty dollars per like the water thing it's nothing special it's nothing special exactly i'm like you're paying thirty dollars for a little thing of water that has like dead skin cells and her fucking grossness in it not her grossness sorry okay i'm sorry that's rude but you know what I, like yeah when you take a bath or a shower it's you're dirty. dirty yeah you're dirty yeah so that just yeah so anyway that's all i gotta say about that wow so what's, well, what's your other topic a, ge- a gem a gem um as always so I was going to talk about one thing, but I think I'm going to talk about this one because it's just easier and I don't want to get into the other one right now. Um, but unpopular opinion. I'm, I'm ready. fucking sick of <laughs> these live action remakes. Yes. And I'm sick of there being sequel after sequel after sequel, prequels, live action remakes. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I've seen the movie already. I know what happens. I don't need to see it again in a different format. I want new things. I want new movies. Like, and you know, they found that new movies don't even do as well at the box office as sequels do. Or remakes. Yeah. Which, like, listen, yeah, (laughs) Lion King looks cool and everything, but it's all CGI. Yeah. It's nothing I haven't seen before. Right. The only thing about it is that it's a bunch of way more famous people than were in the first one. I mean, it's Beyonce and uh, De- uh, Donald Glover and yeah. Seth Rogen, who, by the way, is a perfect candidate just, for Pumbaa. Let's just, let's just show him some love. I'll yeah. I that. mean, Seth Rogen deserves everything that he wants. Anything. Anything. Um... But, you know, like, Beauty and the Beast was cool. Um, Like, that was fun. And, you know, some of the um, animated ones would be really fun, like um, Hercules or, you know, things like that. But when you have to do so much CGI, it's not even worth it. You know what I mean? Whenever I see those movies, I immediately think, like, this is a cash grab. For the people. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's, that's what that is. It's the same with Toy Story 4. I've seen all the all three Toy Stories. It was... And, you know, the point is moot when it's ten years since you put out the last one. Like, you right. know they're only doing it for profit because people are going to watch it. And, you know, in my opinion, Toy Story 3 ended perfectly... You know, they wrapped it up in a nice little bow. You, didn't need you don't need to revisit it. No. no. And, you know, some things just don't need a sequel. Some things don't need a second season. And, like, honestly, from my experience personally, like, nine out of ten, the sequel is never no, better. No, never. The sequels are never better. Never. Unless like, maybe it's, like, John like, Wick I or something. I feel like 90, okay, like 80% of the stuff that's coming out is just remakes or sequels or additions to pass shit. Like and spinoffs? Like, yeah. There's like no original ideas. I feel like I haven't seen a good original movie in a very long time. Yeah. I feel like I'm seeing the same shit recycled over and over again. Also, why is everyone... Because you brought this up. So yeah. why is everyone so fucking pressed about like who's playing these live actions as well? Like the fucking Ariel. I can't even get into it. <laughs> because... Listen. If... Of course Ariel was white. Everyone in the movie was white because it was made in the 80s. Okay? And nothing is right, but it's the 80s. It was and the that's 80s. That's what fucking happened. Yeah. So, and you know, there's, there's this thing where, and a lot of people do this when like a book gets made into a movie. They bitch that the characters aren't like they were described in the book. It's like, I would rather have someone that can act that character well. Well. Than, than look like them. Yeah. And now, rather, there are sometimes that I'm just like, this actor is an absolute no no. Like, yeah, this actor rather, can't really act. Rather than them be the description of what they are in the book and can't act worth a shit. Because that's just injustice to the character. You know what I mean? And my thing is also like, if you get a good actor, like, 
you can get a fucking wig to change the yeah, color. Yeah. You can add makeup. You can add like certain shit in order to make them look more like that character yeah. if you're really that upset about it. So if this girl that got cast for The Little Mermaid, who cares if she's black, you know, obviously she did a good enough job auditioning and singing that they said she's the best choice. Did you see that tweet recently that was like, that was showing like Selena Gomez with red hair, and they're like <laughs> the Ariel we all needed. Someone was like, "This is a singing role." Yeah, someone was like, "This is a singing role." Because let's all be honest, Selena Gomez cannot sing, and that's without severity. Yes, sorry, sorry, Selena Gomez, but it's facts. It's hashtag facts. <laughs> hashtag dance. Hashtag real talk. Hashtag um, get out of here. But yeah, and you know when. You take a Disney film that, like, does the the crossover between fantasy and, like, real life, like, people and animals. You know what live action we deserve? <laughs> Atlantis. That's the live action we deserve. Honestly, I completely forgot about the movie until you just brought that up. And I was just like, wow, fuck. It's a great movie. Yeah. And it deserves a live action remake because yeah. that shit would slap if they did it right. <laughs> but, you know, something Right in the face. Some things don't need to be made into a live action. For example, Avatar. Look how that turned out. They completely okay. shit At on first, a wonderful. I didn't realize. Okay, let's clarify. You're talking about the last Airbender yes. Avatar. Okay, got it. Yes. I thought you were talking about the Avatar movie, and I was like, don't you fucking go there. No, no, no. I was no, like, no. that shit was great, the, and I'm still waiting on the sequel. Avatar: Last Forever Airbender deserved a way better live action film than what it got. I and honestly, it didn't even need a live action remake because that whole. Anime isn't meant to be turned live action. Yeah. It's never going to work out well. They've done it before, and the fans always hate it. For example... I feel like it takes a very strong team, it takes a lot of time, and yes. it takes a very strong cast. Like, like Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action, made me like just want to cry. Because it took away something that like I was obsessed with, and I loved yes. in my childhood. Like I fucking love that show. I watched it all the time. And they turned it into something that was just... Absolute garbage. garbage. Acting, garbage. Special effects, garbage. They completely what? changed the entire story. It wasn't even... Also that. Like, yeah. They, it's like, at least keep, like, yeah. true to the main roots. And, and there was no need for that because Avatar was perfectly fine the way it was as an animated series. And, yeah. like, for example, Death Note, they made that into a live action on Netflix. Everyone fucking hated it. Everyone so hated it. It was so bad. Like, there's a difference between anime and comics. Very big difference. And it's also different, like, culturally as well. Yes. And also just, like... You watch anime for anime. And the art in itself. Yes. Like, anime, like, you have the overdramatic characters. You have, like, the overdramatic drawn faces. Everything. Like, everything's just dramatic. That's the point of anime. That's the point of anime. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be that kind yeah. of that you know you're getting into like that's like, yeah. dramatic fight scenes like over dramatic facial expressions like that's what you're getting into you it's very like almost impossible a lot of times to make that into a live action or movie that's not animated and have it turn out somewhat okay i feel like yeah and like it's different with comics like wonder woman and superman and because yeah, exactly. they're based on real people yeah or not based on real people and but it's, it's comics, real people and it's comics yeah. so it's not like there wasn't, like, yeah, you have to be artistic to do comics, but it's not where anime is, the whole thing is animated. A whole team of people put countless, countless hours into drawing out these yeah. animations. But also comic books, I feel like you can run with that a lot. Yeah. Because it's pictures, yeah. it's writing, it's kind of, it's just like a book. The point so of comic books is quick can, sketches. Exactly. So yeah. there's like a lot you can run with like that. You can look at one picture and make a whole scene out mm-hmm. of it that's maybe not even included, but can look good. Like Deadpool, like Wonder Woman, like all of these yeah. ones that they've come out with, like they, you know, you're able to like take the personality of that character yes. and put it into new situations. Yes. Whereas with an anime, it's very difficult to like take that personality and put it into a new situation yeah. because it just like Because the like animes shit. are very focused on one certain aspect. Yeah. And you know, Avatar the Last Airbender was all about him saving the world. And like you know, you can go into Infinity War and you can stick all of these superheroes together and it's going to work. Yeah. Because you know, they're from the same premise and their right. characters work well together, right. but you can't it's not just random. It's right? not just yeah, and you can't just take an anime that's clearly focused around a certain storyline and 
make it live action and change those characters because the point of anime is for it to be outlandish, for it to be most of the time fantasy. And, you know, a lot of times that's hard to transfer over into live action. I mean, it's able to be done, but it takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of time. It takes, you know, a really strong team and, you know, people get lazy. They don't want to do it. And then the movie turns out like shit and they wonder why they lose yeah, money. Yeah, and it's garbage. Yeah, exactly. Predictions, Lion like, King isn't even going to do that well at the box I office. I just want to hear... Like, I just want some fucking original storylines. Like, I want to be able to be, like, invested in a new thing. Yes. Not, oh, let's revamp this old thing that didn't need to be revamped. Mm -hmm. And then let's just beat it to fucking death. Yes. Like, that's kind of what's been going on. And I've noticed that a lot more than, like, the past, like, I would say, like, three to five years. Like, they've done a lot more remakes, a lot more sequels, a lot mm -hmm. more of that shit. And it's just, like... And I feel like that's for, like, everything. Like, you give it, like, five years, they come out with a new Star Wars. And then they come out with a whole new series of Star Wars. And I know it's all about making money and pleasing the fans because everyone's always like, more, more, more. But I always just think, like, whenever I see that shit, I'm like, immediate cash grab. But like, sometimes less is more. Yeah. Sometimes all you have to do is make one movie and it becomes an instant cult classic and people love it and you don't have to make a sequel. Yeah. You don't have to make a spinoff. I, mean, I feel like cult classics, like, such as, like, um, Kill Bill. Yeah. Um what pulp fiction they did well because they didn't play off of fanfare were okay like those kind of movies i like still fucking love watching mm -hmm. to this day certain movies that we have now i'm like this is so played out i've heard this john like the storyline i've heard that this i've heard this plot yeah sorry. i've heard this plot happened so many fucking times in so many different scenarios mm -hmm. it's washed out i'm tired of it you know like I feel like recently we just haven't evolved into developing a lot of like new content. I'm seeing the same things over and over again. I'm seeing yeah. Marvel over and over again. I'm seeing DC over and over and again. And there's always going to be superhero movies and that's fine. Yeah. But there's just like, even just like with regular movies, like I've noticed a lot more recently, like I keep seeing the same fucking premise over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I can go I'm through Amazon like, Prime and I could pick out like 10 movies in a row that are basically about the same thing. Yeah, just with different characters, yeah. different setting. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, and also, you know, you can adapt from books and that's fine because, I mean, they're nonfiction written about people and you can play off of that. That's great. But what I hate is when they make a movie or a TV show from a book and then that book is only like just the book. It's not a series. It's not a book and a sequel. It's nothing like that. But then these writers that know nothing about the story mm -hmm. continue to build up on it. And it just loses its original value. Just like, yeah, like yeah, I yes. love Big Little Lies. I absolutely love it. And I adore it. And all the women in the show are incredible. Is the second season living up to the first? Not exactly. Is the second season still good? Of course. But the way... I know that Big Little Lies is only one book, but I know that the author of that book is a consultant on the show. Mm -hmm. So she's able to make decisions for these characters in the second season as she wrote them, which is cool because, yeah. you know, she knows their mannerisms. She wrote them. She created them. She knows what they're like. And that's fine. But then you have some people, <laughs> Game of Thrones, that... <laughs> not calling anybody out. Not throwing um, any names out there. Yeah. But then you get people like on Game of Thrones that kick George R.R. R. Martin off in the third season and your show turns to shit because you're writing for fanfare. You're not writing what George R.R. R. Martin intended. And it it's all about money. Wait, they kicked him off the show. So he was a consultant. Sorry, okay. Just to preface this, I have seen a few episodes of Game of Thrones. I've always wanted to get into it. But by the time that I wanted to get into it, it was like season four. And yeah. I was just like... I don't have that much time. Yeah, so, so just he kind of, was a consultant yeah. on the show when it first started. Right. Um, which is what they usually do when like a book series gets turned into mm -hmm. a movie if the act if the author is still living. Um, you know, they want to know what their thought process was, what these characters are really supposed to look like, and all this stuff. Well, you know, in the Game of Thrones book series, there's a ton of books, and you know, the story is a little slow. And of course, on TV, everything has an expiration date. Things can't go on forever. And so around, I want to say like season three or four, they kicked George R. R. Martin off because it was taking way too long to get 
in season one, episode one, we say winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Winter does not come until season five. Yeah. They kicked him off of the show because it was taking too long to get anything done. But the minute they kicked him off of the show, it immediately... A lot of things just started not to make sense. There were a lot of plot holes. Yeah. We would see... We, it would take I, episodes for people to travel. I feel like that's what happens with a lot of like books that get made to yeah. series. Like you get so excited over it because you're like, yes, I can like now like literally physically, see visually this. see this. Like instead of just imagining in my yeah. head. But nine times out of ten, like they always fuck over the writers, and it's like you don't understand that person had to dedicate hours to even like be able to like set specific descriptions and shit for their settings especially for something as big as game of thrones it's a whole world and like they like he spent so much fucking time writing that like you have to know like he sees those characters almost like i feel like i don't know this but personally yeah exactly i would see them as like children or family members it's like you know them so well by the end that you're just like i fucking know this character so like to kick them off or like you're like i know this world so much better than yeah because i aka fucking wrote it because like, it used to take a whole a few episodes even sometimes even a whole season for characters to get from one area of westeros to the other yeah and then once we hit season five and six in an episode they're where they're supposed to be and it just loses <laughs> it just loses what the quiet. show was like in the beginning and yeah. especially in season eight it was seven seasons of character development just getting thrown out the fucking They were window. like, surprise, you're psychotic. Surprise, surprise, you're an asshole. Surprise, everything you did for seven seasons means literally nothing. Yeah, so you're like, the you things fought that a marathon mean, and then you yeah. collapse right before the finish line. It just, you're welcome. You know, and so if I ever tell anybody to watch Game of Thrones, I always say watch one through six. Those are the best seasons. Take seven with a grain of salt. And then, you know, watch eight. Don't really take it seriously and forget about it after you watch it because it's garbage. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, I have the utmost respect for the crew of that show. Yeah. Because they worked relentlessly and they did a beautiful job. And if it wasn't for them, you know, the scenes and the characters, they wouldn't look like they look. And we wouldn't be transported into King's Landing. I mean, they spent nine months building this whole set mm-hmm. that they shot at for just a couple of weeks. Yeah. And they did a beautiful job and I loved it. And so when people say, we want you to remake season eight, it's like, yes, the writing was shit. What they did to the characters was shit, but people spent so long setting up this TV show. And so you can't just say, oh, we want you to remake it because it's like, yeah. that's millions of dollars. And that's people that put their yeah. lives on hold for like a year. Like, I'm sorry, you're forcing the cast to take another fucking year. When it's not their fault. Exactly. And then you're forcing the people that put the sets together and like help out, you know, behind the yeah. scenes. Like you're forcing them to take another fucking year. And they year. have to go to these harsh environments and they have to right. spend endless and countless hours and late nights and early mornings doing all of this stuff. And you're not taking them into consideration when you, you know, shit on it. Yeah, you can shit on the writing. That's fine. But the good things about season eight of Game of Thrones, cinematography, fucking beautiful. Like sets, how we went into live action. Yeah. Like, so now, Game of Thrones. Yeah, sets, beautiful. You know, acting was great. Writing, not so great. That's fine. <laughs> you like, know, seasons one through six, I'll just remember those dearly in my heart. Seven and eight, eh. You know, it's whatever. But, you know, to make a long story short, I want some fucking creativity. I want some original product. Yes, please. Because, you know, if I like something, I get obsessed with it very easily and that's all I talk about. Yeah, same. So, I mean, Stranger Things. Very original. Love it to death. 10 out of 10. Most original thing I've seen in years, honestly. And it's great. And they're doing it well. And a lot of things they aren't even doing for fanfare. Like, the things that the characters do make sense. Yeah. For their character. Um, Because the Duffer brothers really care about what they've created and they're not doing it just for the money or just for the fanfare. Like they really care about these characters and where they're going and where they're headed. And, and that's great and everything. So, you know, I'm just sick of everything being about money. 
Because that's what it is. Because that's all it is. It's that's just a big company. Like, the money money makes the world go round, but at the end of the day, but money if you, also fucking ruins the world. Yeah, if you put care and love into your product, yeah. people will love it. Yeah, exactly. And then the money will come. And the money will come, exactly. 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 Okay. Okay, well... Right. So we're going to wrap this up. Yes, because we've been talking for a long time, and yeah. I want to go watch Master Nick. Chef. Exactly. <laughs> so. I am excited. Wait, you like Nick now? Yes, I love okay. Nick. Okay. I, I love Nick. I'm Nick also- Giovanni, if you're listening to this... I love you. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's not, for sure. But <laughs> he's not. You don't know anything. But I also really like Michael, though. Yeah, he kind of pissed me off last episode, though. Why? Oh, because he was like, I'm a fucking manager. I'm he's a leader. Like, I can do this. Yeah. And then they didn't do so hot. Honestly, though, like, I feel like his team... To be fair, though, when I saw Nick's team, I was like, there's no fucking way they're winning this. And then yeah. when it was like, towards the end, I was like, how the fuck? I was like, so they that pulled that, shows that off. But anyway, so we're going to head out. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the podcast, um, listen to it next time we get, fucking get to it. And um, um, tell your friends about it and share it and, you know, yeah. be, whatever. Be a good pal. Be a pally pal. Be a good friend. And All right. we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.